Here's Tuesday's edition of Transformation Radio. In this time of desperation When all we know is doubt and fear There is only one foundation We believe We believe We believe in God the Father We believe in Jesus Christ We believe in the Holy Spirit And He's given us new life We believe in the crucifixion We believe that He conquered death We believe in the resurrection And He's coming back again We believe so let our faith be more than anthems Greater than the songs we sing And in our weakness and temptations We believe As we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 27 through 48. 
The Old Testament law said that it's wrong for a person to have sex with someone other than his or her spouse. But Jesus said that the desire to have sex with someone other than your spouse is mental adultery and thus sin. See, Jesus emphasized that if the act is wrong, then so is the intention to be faithful to your spouse with your body, but not your mind, is to break the trust so vital to a strong marriage. Jesus is condemning not a natural interest in the opposite sex or even healthy sexual desire, but the deliberate and repeated filling of one's mind with fantasies that would be evil if acted out. That's what he's against here. Some think that if lustful thoughts are sin, why shouldn't a person go ahead and do the lustful actions too? When Jesus said to get rid of your hand or your eye, he was speaking figuratively. So you can breathe a sigh of relief there. He didn't mean literally to gouge out your eye because even a blind person can lust. But if that were the only choice, it would be better to go into heaven with one eye or hand than to go to hell with two. We sometimes tolerate sins in our life that, left unchecked, could eventually destroy us. It's better to experience the pain of removal, that is getting rid of the bad habit or something we treasure, for instance, than to allow the sin to bring judgment and condemnation. Examine your life for anything that causes you to sin and take every necessary action to remove it. All right, now let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. January 6th, the New Testament, Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 through 48. You've heard the commandment that says, You must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. You have heard the law that says, A man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a written notice of divorce. But I say that a man who divorces his wife, unless she has been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman also commits adultery. You have also heard that our ancestors were told, You must not break your vows. You must carry out the vows you make to the Lord. But I say, do not make any vows. Do not say, By heaven, because heaven is God's throne. And do not say, By the earth, because the earth is his footstool. And do not say, By Jerusalem, for Jerusalem is the city of the great king. Do not even say, By my head, for you can't turn one hair white or black. Just say a simple, Yes, I will, or No, I won't. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. You have heard the law that says the punishment must match the injury, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. If you are sued in court, and your shirt is taken from you, give your coat too. If a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile, carry it two miles. Give to those who ask and don't turn away from those who want to borrow. You've heard the law that says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. 
In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Psalm 6, verses 1 through 10. This is the first of seven penitential psalms, in which the writer humbly realizes his predicament, usually the result of sin, expresses sorrow over it, and demonstrates a fresh commitment to remain close to God. Be honest with God, and He'll help you turn your attention from yourself to Him and His mercy. Psalm chapter 6, verses 1 through 10, with the choir director, a psalm of David, to be accompanied by an eight-stringed instrument. O Lord, don't rebuke me in your anger, or discipline me in your rage. Have compassion on me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. I am sick at heart. How long, O Lord, until you restore me? Return, O Lord, and rescue me. Save me because of your unfailing love. For the dead do not remember you. Who can praise you from the grave? I am worn out from sobbing. All night I flood my bed with weeping, drenching it with my tears. My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. Go away, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. May all my enemies be disgraced and terrified. May they suddenly turn back in shame. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 29 through 33. For they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. For simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. The dawn is breaking And I can hear your whisper on the breeze The world is waking And I am here to meet you on my knees When I'm with you my soul finds rest Cause I can leave it in your hands The day keeps coming it's pulling me a million different ways I'm always running But never seem to catch the things I chase When I'm with you my soul finds rest Cause I can, Lord, I can leave it in your hands In every sorrow I leave it in your hands Every sickness, I leave it in your hands. And my failures, I leave them in your hands. Amen. 
Chapter 6, verses 7 through 9. The Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, from man to animals to creeping things and to birds of the sky, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. These are the records of the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his time. Noah walked with God. People work hard to earn the favor of employers, parents, or friends. Unequivocal support and approval is a balm to the human heart. Similarly, believers long for God's favor, and what a blessing that He offers it to us so freely, as we see in Psalm 31, verse 19. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, which you have wrought for those who take refuge in you. Unfortunately, many in our culture fail to take notice of the most basic examples of God's kindness. He provides for needs, puts a limit on seasons of suffering, listens to and answers prayers, and bestows desires of the heart. Support, encouragement, and provision are blessings of the Almighty. Every good thing that comes our way is from His hand. 
Now, we're talking here about God's favor toward us, not His acceptance of us. Every believer has been irrevocably adopted by the Heavenly Father. And God's favor isn't capricious, as some suspect. He does not show kindness to some and withhold from others based on His whim. A believer's actions stemming from faith make the difference. Consider Noah, who walked with God according to Genesis 6, verse 9. Noah's willingness to keep a right relationship with the Lord through daily trust and worship resulted in his entire family being saved from the world-cleansing flood. That is a truly remarkable example of divine favor. Another way we find favor is by keeping God's commandments. Believers are to feast on the Word in order to learn the Lord's ways and practice His principles. As our hearts are bent toward our Heavenly Father, we become more like Him. Consequently, His favor flows into every corner of the believer's life. Calling all the messengers, calling all the messengers, calling all the messengers. Given a call, been forgiven, risen, we live in it, give them our all. Rise up from your past, it's holding you down. This moment is all that matters, the future is now. How will the people know if we don't tell them? If we fail them, they stumbling in the dark, but the light is what we carry, yeah. Don't have to wonder your purpose or what you're here for. Reflect his image and show the world what he cares for. And I know it's all right, 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 you know, and you know, it's your lie, 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 and we know, and we know, the time's running out, can't wait around, cause. Where ignorance kills many The blind leading the blind We turn the blind eye That alone is a crime We got the power of life I know that we make mistakes Don't let them keep you away Mercy, love, and His grace Is the reason we move ahead Speak out Though we never been qualified to do it I ain't earning I was loved and toured I'm brand new, yeah And I know It's alright, right, right You know And you know It's your lie, lie, lie And we know And we know The time's running out Can't wait around Cause
Today's word is humble. Uh, Dwight Hurst, a consultant from California, submitted it. Humility is many times often misunderstood. Many people think that humility is just kind of being down on yourself. And humility is not that at all. That's just a poor self-image. Humility is understanding yourself and being free enough and secure enough to say, I do some things well and I other things don't do well. In other words, it's a really a true recognition of our strengths and of our weaknesses and then a willingness to be secure enough to admit our weaknesses and allow other people to come alongside of us because a humble person is one who seeks other people's advice, their help, asks questions, and understands that, uh, as my friend John Wooden one time said, it's what you learn after you know it all that counts. And you see, a person that's not humble is just a know-it-all. They're never learning, but a person that is humble is always wanting to learn after they know it all. For the heart that burns like desert sand From the broken promises of man For the one who's wandered far and wide Only to be left empty inside Here is water from the spring Never more to thirst 
Hi, my name is Grant Sims. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, raised in Chillicothe, Ohio. Growing up, grew up with a single mom. She had me when she was 16. I never had my biological father in my life. Uh, he left due to his drug dealing. It was hard for me growing up as a child, but I always had a good family on my back. Luckily, my mom married my stepdad, Tracy, September 25th, 2004. And ever since then, I've had someone to call dad. He was a great man in my life, but Growing up, I was very rebellious, didn't want to listen to anybody, thought I could always do stuff on my own. That caused me to get suspended from school a lot and always make mistakes in my life. I'm 18 now, and I left the house 10 months ago. I was out on my own for six months, and that uh, led me to do drugs, led me to um, just lose my way in God, and seemed like I had a carnal mind, but luckily my family led me here to the refuge, and it has a lot to offer. I found God. Uh, I found men of God. And uh, I just really appreciate it. I just want to uh, give a shout out to my mom, a shout out to uh, Paul, shout out to Zach, and just everybody at the refuge that I've been there with. And I just can't wait to see you guys. When I can't find the words to say how much it hurts, you are the healing in my heart. When all that I can see are broken memories, you are the light that's in the dark. You are the song, you are the song I'm singing.
controls I've tried in vain To show the image of your face We are by your design Signature of divine We'll always sing your name
sun and the moon Like horses driven by kings You cover the mountains, the valleys below With the breath of your mighty wings All treasures of wisdom and things to be known Are hidden inside your hands And in this fortunate turn of events You ask me to be your friend Ask me to be your friend And you are my Are swimming inside the breath of your desire. So, where could I run? Where could I hide from your heart's jealous fire? Oh, treasures of wisdom and things to be known are hidden inside your hand. Ask me to be your friend Ask me to be your friend And you, you are my first You are my last You are my future
Thanks for listening. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for the next edition of Transformation Radio.